Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm a mother, wife, herbalist, nurse, and obsessed with wellness. I can't wait to talk all about what I've learned through my two postpartum experiences, motherhood, my own healing journey, and more. Let's discuss herbs for kids, healing postpartum, the struggles and joys of motherhood, science, and more as we grow together. Before we get started today, I just want to do a disclaimer. Um, I am not a doctor. I am not diagnosing or treating or curing any diseases. This is a podcast just for informational, educational purposes only. If you feel that you need to work with a healthcare practitioner, please do. If you feel that you need to work with an herbalist, please do. Just know that in the United States, um, herbalists have no licensing body. And so um, you never know what you're going to get. So make sure that you do your research into what your herbalist knows and who they know and how they know. Um, But I'm just disclaiming for this podcast, this is for informational purposes only. And I hope that you find lots of information in it. Hello, hello. Well, I know I'm releasing this episode late, but at least late is better than never, right? So um, I have a little bit of a cold right now. I'm hopefully on the healing end of it. But you may hear some scratchiness in my voice and some congestion, so I apologize for that. I'm going to keep it kind of short today so that you don't have to listen to all that cold sound. Although I do have that really nice deep voice when you get a cold. (laughs) But anyways, I've been, you know, working on healing up from that. Lots of chicken noodle soup, thyme herbal baths, and, you know, just really attempting to get as much rest as possible. Epsom salt baths, gargling with salt water. Um, doing my immune herbs, some echinacea tincture, and some throat tea, all of that to just help kick it to the curb. And I think I'm finally on my way up. <clears throat> but what I wanted to talk about today is um, is um, what to do for headaches when you're breastfeeding. Because if you're like me, you, 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 know, you get the occasional headache. That's totally normal. And you don't want to take any medication while you're breastfeeding don't want to take Tylenol or ibuprofen for whatever reason you personally have. Um, I never like taking Tylenol because it does deplete your body's um, amount of glutathione, which helps um, your liver and it helps completely just detox your system. It's, it's a super important uh, part of your body. So I try not to take that and I don't like to take ibuprofen because, um, you know, it thins your blood. It can cause... Um, holes in your stomach lining, things like that. So, and some people just don't want to take medication, which is fine. So, um, let's talk about some common causes of headaches. Um, so dehydration, not drinking enough water, um, not eating enough, getting a hormonal headache. So if it's like close to your period or, um, you know, if you happen to be starting the weaning process or, you know, reasons like that, um, tension, Um, like a tension headache from posture, from bending over nursing, from carrying your baby a bunch. Um, You can get them from like spasms in your neck or in your back or even in your face. Um, You can get them from too much caffeine if you're relying really heavily on um, coffee to get you through this stage in motherhood or not enough caffeine. So if you usually have a bunch of caffeine and you're trying to cut back, that can cause some wicked headaches. Um, And another reason would be stress. Of course, that's not an exhaustive list. There's a lot of things that can cause headaches. Um, So how is this exclusive to breastfeeding? It's not. 
Um, these herbs can be used when you're not breastfeeding as well. In fact, I've used them for many years now. Um, one thing that you have to be aware of though is what herbs you can take when you are breastfeeding because that that's not you can't take every herb under the sun. Um, you need to focus on herbs that won't decrease your breast milk supply. So that's um, commonly it's herbs within the mint family that can possibly cause a decrease in supply at really high amounts. So like tinctures of um, you know peppermint or peppermint essential oil on the body, things like that can decrease the amount. One cup of peppermint tea is really not going to harm you. Um, you want to stay away from herbs that are drying. So think like yarrow or um, sage. Those are pretty drying herbs. And then you want to be careful with herbs that affect the liver. Um, so think like kava kava or, um, you know, Jamaican dogwood. Um, you want to be careful with herbs that cause diarrhea or herbs that are too sedating. So you want to make sure that you're not, um, I, I don't use a lot of California poppy, but I know some people feel that that's totally fine while breastfeeding. I just don't tend to use a lot of it because it's pretty sedating. So um, what are some herbs that I recommend? So herbs that I recommend for headaches um, while you're breastfeeding, it obviously depends on what kind of headache you have and then um, what you want to do for it. So if you have like chronic migraines, these may not help you. You may need to look into something different. Um, I'm not saying that there are no herbs that can help you because there have been great studies on a few herbs for migraines, but you need to work with an herbalist um, that really knows breastfeeding and really knows their herbs because some of the common, like um, feverfew is a common herb that is used for migraines, but uh, on a lot of sources say that it's not safe for breastfeeding. So, um, you know, you need to work with someone who knows why and how and if you're able to take that or how they can work with you um, and, you know, what the root cause of your migraines are. So um, herbs that I like to use, I'll just go through like four of them that I really like. Um, so if you have like those tension headaches, you know, the ones that creep up from the back of your head and like just take over your whole skull and like you just want to rub the back of your neck super hard, um, you know, from bending over a nursing baby or from, um, you know, carrying baby all the time, wearing the carriers, doing the ring sling or just, you know, sleep, if you co-sleep, like sleeping curled up next to baby, stuff like that, holding your posture all night, um, so the herb that shines for that is cramp bark. Cramp bark is amazing. I love it in tincture form. I also love it in tea form. Um, <clears throat> it's not super tasty in tea form, but I will tell you that it is probably my favorite tincture to take. Um, as long as it's made with a good vodka. <laughs> um, so anyways, cramp bark, um, it is antispasmodic, which means that it allows the muscles to stop spasming. Um, and it soothes smooth muscle. So, um, all, most of the muscles in your body are smooth muscles and it helps soothe that. So, um, it's really great for tension headaches. Um, the great thing about cramp bark is there's almost no side effects. Um, the only side effect that has been really reported on it is that it can decrease your blood pressure in super high amounts. So if you already have low blood pressure, it's just something to be aware of. Um, but anyways, um, an herb that pairs really well with that for those tension headaches is valerian root. I really like that in tincture form. Um, some people hate the smell of it. Some people love the smell of it. I personally love the smell of it, but some people say it smells like dirty socks. I don't see it, but you know. Um, 
Valerian root is also an antispasmodic, so again, that's um, causing the muscles not to spasm. Um, it is also a sedative. Um, taken at small doses, like just a couple of drops of tincture, it's a fantastic pain reliever, um, especially when it's taken with cramp bark. Um, if you take it in large doses, valerian root will cause tiredness and potentially brain fog. So be careful taking it during the day that you're not taking too much. Um, and then some people will take it to sleep at night, and that's great, but I don't recommend it if you are co-sleeping or if you find that you would not wake for baby, for a baby monitor if you're in like a deep sleep. Um, with valerian root, um, I find that I do get kind of like, if I take like a full dose to sleep at night, I find that I kind of get like a hangover the next day, kind of like a Benadryl would give you. So I don't generally like to take it for sleep unless I'm like really, really needing some deep restorative sleep. Um, but I do take it frequently, just a couple drops to help with, um, like anxiety, headaches, um, uterine cramps. I, I mean, there's so many uses for this herb. It's great herb. So long as you can get over the smell, but like I said, I don't mind it. Um, so another herb that is great for headaches is skullcap. So with skullcap, I'm kind of moving more into the pain relievers, um, and more out of the, um, antispasmodics and anti, um, and like, um, soothing the smooth muscle type er herbs. Now I'm moving more into like pain relieving herbs. So, um, skullcap is a pain reliever and a mild sedative. Um, it is a skeletal and muscular relaxant. Um, and skullcap loves to be combined with other herbs. Um, that is really how it shines. It, you could pair it with an herb that sends it to the focus that you're looking for. So like, um, skullcap does great in like sleep combinations or, um, anxiety combinations or in, I, I like it in headache combinations. Um, it really shines as like a co-herb. Um, and with that, with skullcap, I like it both in tincture and in tea form. It is pretty bitter when you take it in tea form. Um, but you know, if you pair it with other herbs, um, it's not too bad. Um, skullcap has kind of mixed reviews as far as if it's safe for pregnancy and breastfeeding. I'm not going to speak for pregnancy, but, um, for breastfeeding, you know, my caveat always is check in with a, um, you know, someone who is very knowledgeable in breastfeeding and in herbs, but, um, skullcap has a very good history of safety. Um, it really doesn't have a history of, um, danger or anything like that with it. Um, I'm com personally comfortable taking it while breastfeeding and I'm comfortable giving it to my kids even. Um, one thing that I would say, um, with really any herb, if you're breastfeeding is to just be careful if you have like a child that is, um, in a fragile health state, um, or is, um, premature or things like that. I would just be careful and really just, you know, focus on being as nourishing to your body as possible. Um, as opposed to adding in, um, anything extra that could come through the milk supply. Um, okay. So the next herb is motherwort. Motherwort is like the herb for moms and it is fantastic if you're having a headache caused by hormones or by stress. Um, it's going to calm the nerves. Um, especially if the headache is from overwhelm and you're feeling that like building rage and like just if one more thing touches you, you're gonna blow. That is motherwort. <laughs> Stop, drop, take your motherwort. 
<laughs> I'm going to make a shirt that says that someday. <laughs> but I like to keep motherwort literally like in the diaper caddy, on the bedside table, in my purse. I just find that it is so helpful. So if you're having PMS symptoms or you're just hitting that like weird overwhelm, um, try some motherwort. I really like motherwort in tincture. Um, in tea is fine too, but I find that the tincture works like immediately and so well. Um, and motherwort is awesome to be combined with cramp bark if you are having like menstrual cramps. Um, and then the last herb that I would talk about is, um, turmeric. Now turmeric is like the great anti-inflammatory. You can do tinctures, capsules, um, teas, like a golden milk tea, super tasty, or, um, you can juice it if you can buy like the whole herb, um, the whole root. I know Aviva Ram recommends juicing it with carrots to help with migraines, which is really cool. Um, I have never done, I've never juiced turmeric, but I assume it's very spicy. So, um, I love it as a golden milk, um, for inflammation. So if your headache is from like maybe eating too much crappy food or just like, you know, like not taking care of yourself well and you have like a lot of inflammation, I think turmeric could really shine there. I personally do not like taking the, um, I like the whole plant. I don't like taking the chemical constituents separately. Um, I like the whole plant. So I, I personally don't like taking curcumin. I would just take turmeric. Um, but that is something you can always discuss with your doctor. Um, but that, you know, the turmeric can really help if you're having the inflammation and it's good to have something in there for inflammation. Um, as far as headaches go, if the herbs don't help or the headache is messing with your vision, lasting longer than 24 hours, or you're having other symptoms, you really always want to consult with a doctor. Um, I know that kind of sounds, you know, not what you want to hear from like an alternative medicine type show, but, um, you know, headaches can be the first sign of other things. And there's so, you know, there's so much to live for. There's so much important stuff going on in your head and in your spinal cord and all of that. So if you're having headaches that aren't going away, I really would consult with a doctor, um, just to find out, you know, what's going on, especially if you've drank your water, you've ate your food, you've tried your herbs, it's time to find out what's causing it. I would say the same if you are like a chronic migraine haver. You, you really want to find out what that root cause is. And that might mean working with like a naturopath or an alternative medicine person or a really knowledgeable herbalist. Um, or it might be going, mean going to, you know, your Western doctor and seeing what they can do for you. Um, but anyways, I just kind of wanted to touch on, you know, something that I always had a lot of questions on, um, when I had my first son, like, what can I take? I have a wicked headache. Should I just sit here and deal with this headache because I don't want to take any medicine because I have been known to do that. I will not take any medicine. I'm just going to sit here and suffer. And, you know, I, I want to provide these answers for other mamas so they don't have to just sit there and suffer. Um, so those are my, um, my top five that I use for headaches when I'm breastfeeding. When I'm not breastfeeding, there's a whole slew of amazing herbs that you can use, but these ones are probably the safest that I would use for headaches. The only one that I would just throw in here at the end that I don't know why I didn't even put it in the rest of it. Chamomile. Chamomile is an excellent pain reliever. So, um, make yourself a cup of chamomile tea, sit back, smell it relax, see if it does any good for you. I absolutely adore chamomile for pain relief. 
So I hope that this was helpful for you guys. I know it was a pretty short episode, but I just, you know, wanted to make sure that I'm providing you guys with some awesome, awesome um, information. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this and that you wouldn't mind rating it and leaving a review I would, and sharing it with your friends. I would really love to share this information with other mamas because herbal medicine is the people's medicine. So let's get it in more mama's hands. Let's empower the moms. All right. Have an awesome week, you guys. A little note after that episode, um, I just wanted to let you guys know I am hosting another webinar this month. It's going to be on July 31st, which is a Saturday at 9 a.m. Um, Mountain Standard Time, and it is going to be all about herbs for breastfeeding. We're going to go over herbal safety, herbs to increase breast milk, herbs to decrease breast milk, herbs for mastitis and um, some natural ways to help with clogs and other breastfeeding issues. So how to make your own nipple balm and things like that will be a part of this webinar. I'm also doing it at a discounted price because I didn't give you guys much warning. So it's only gonna be 20 bucks this time instead of the normal 30. I can't wait to teach you guys all about this. It's going to be so much fun. The last webinar I did was great. The reviews from all the ladies that attended and got the replay were fantastic. So I can't wait to share this with you and have you be a part of this herbal learning journey. So again, that's going to be on July 31st at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And you can sign up for that at my website. I'll put a link in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Holistic Life for Moms. I hope that you will follow along with me over on Instagram at treemamaherbals.com where I'm continuing the discussion of postpartum support and also um, over on my website at www.treemamaherbals.com. You can also find me on Facebook again at Tree Mama Herbals. Um, <clears throat> if you're looking for information on my course, Herbal Medicine Making for Moms. It is now live and you can find it at www.treemamaherbals.thinkific.com. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. Uh, in that course, you'll learn how to make all herbal medicines for your kids safely at home so that you can keep your kids healthy all year round. Uh, it's specifically made for moms with recipes, printables, and how-tos throughout. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. I hope you all have a beautiful day and enjoy your holistic life.